Yay. Everybody's recording. All right. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Was that unexpected somehow? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. I'm All a right. gangster. All right. You guys ready? We're going to do the sound, sound check thing? Sure. All right, kids. Let's do this. <clears throat> Don't fuck up. That's what Wes says to me every time. Fuck Wes. Fuck Wes, indeed. Can we just make that our sound check from now on? Sound check from now on. Fuck Wes, one, two, three. Fuck Wes. Totes. everybody welcome back to another episode of rabbit ears my name is ashley wright i am your host and tonight i am joined by two very special guests we've got my man justin winters all the way down in cal over in california and my buddy nick from epic film guys up in new york so first of all welcome to both of you thanks for being here with us thanks thanks for inviting us ashley you're welcome um, go ahead. I'm going to have uh, each of you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, a little bit about your show, and then we'll you know, dive into some more of the TV stuff. But you guys are both movie podcasts, so Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast. Uh, hi, my name is Justin. Uh, <laughs> and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, a <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. So, uh, so yeah, my name is Justin. I'm on a podcast called So I Married a Movie Geek uh, with my wife, Chrissy. Uh, that has been going on for off and on for like eight years now. And uh, the podcast is basically we watch movies that she has never seen before. So uh, which is a lot like a a ton of movies. So we do that. And we also do uh, a thing called fantasy movie draft from time to time where we uh, take the love of fantasy drafting in terms of basketball or baseball instead of stuff like that we draft movies and so that's like a little game we play uh every now and then uh with uh with boys like nick over at epic film guys so you mean uh, lethal weapon 2 right Isn't mr lethal mr lethal God, weapon my, 2 mr my reputation <laughs> precedes me mr hates everything type you know yeah so yeah that's it that's it so Fuck. <laughs> What's up, Nick? You guys are getting into it already. I love it. Nick, tell us about yourself, man. Yeah, well, I host a shit show called The Epic Film Company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just celebrated our two-year anniversary. That was fun. Uh, we're a film comedy podcast. I like to include that comedy part in there because we don't just review movies. We just do a whole bunch of dumb shit and like to try to make people laugh as well. So, yeah, we love to have a lot of fun. We do a lot of current event kind of stuff, a lot of current movie type stuff. And we do dump into kind of retrospectives and older stuff once in a while, but yeah, we're the best movie podcast on the planet. Oh, Gauntlet Throne. Justin, you're supposed to say Gauntlet Pick Back Up. Uh, I mean, my podcast doesn't have his wife's fudge, though, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Only one does. Only one does. So... Uh, Nick also drinks a lot of beer on his podcast. I do. He, he didn't. He, he didn't tell you that. He makes beer as well. So I do make beer. I just had some of it to pregame for the show, just to get rid of it. Because 
But if a batch doesn't turn out well, then you have to drink it. It's like, meh. Dude, my dad makes beer, but when he has a batch turn out bad, we take it in the back and we shoot it with a BB gun and we watch it explode. That's amazing. It's pretty fucking awesome. And my uncle was an ex-Green Beret, so he taught me how to shoot really well, so it's really fun. Well, Nick, why don't you shoot your beer like that, man? Because, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still... I don't mess any of them up bad enough like, <laughs> to where they're not still beer and I can't still drink them. <laughs> That's right. Nick Nick, Nick makes beer that, that tastes like Denny's Toast with old jelly on it, apparently, that he... That he's been talking about. So. It's the weirdest fucking description of beer I've ever heard in my life. It tastes like it's got smokers on it. Like, what the... It does taste like toast, though. That citrus summer ale I, I made tastes like toast. Oh, my God. <laughs> but but yeah, we... I don't know how. But we it all... It has alcohol in it, so I don't care. I'm going to drink it. Oh, does you it get like you a college d- kid. <laughs> does it get you drunk? Yes. I can then drink it. Then it's all good. That there is the go. only prerequisite. Well, I was going to exactly. actually shout out, Nick, you guys, and Elpic Film guys for having your two-year anniversary. I wanted to congratulate you guys. It's a big deal. Thank you. You're welcome. It was, and, it was a lot uh, of fun. What'd you guys do? Did you guys like get each other drunk and go out to dinner or something? Uh, I didn't get anything kind of drunk. Justin got ridiculously wasted. You can listen. You could listen to his speech pattern just kind of devolve in our most recent episode. It, toward the third segment, like he's eating his microphone and he's just slurring every single word. It's hilarious. But no, we we really didn't do anything to celebrate. We just did a normal show. Uh, I, it's same thing for 100. I just didn't want to do a lot of fanfare and whatever. I mean, I, I, lo- I love the congratulations, so thank you. It does mean a lot. But yeah, no, no. We did, we've done so many like huge like fan celebration events and I'm kind of over them. Like we got them all out of the way early in our run. So now I just don't give a shit. <laughs> You're such a crotchety old man already. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck a birthday. Fuck a celebration. Speaking of birthdays, by the way, Justin just had one. Happy belated birthday to you, buddy. Thank you very much. I appreciate it's it. Another year You're more welcome. beautiful. Getting super, super old <laughs> as we speak. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was another birthday in the books. So, when you when you get this old, it just it's just another year. So, I'm excited I'm still alive. So, yay, <laughs> yay that. That works. So, God, getting old is fucking depressing. It, Jesus, it, it kind of is. Yeah, it, it is. It is. And especially lately, I'm I'm starting. To, Nick Nick knows this as well. I'm sure. Uh, I'm starting to feel it. Just starting to feel it in my joints, especially my back. I'm a. You getting too old for this shit? I'm, I'm a huge back to lethal weapon, baby. <laughs> I'm a huge dude. I'm very tall and I have lots of limbs and joints, and they're starting to creak. So, uh, yeah. It's it's sad. It's super sad. You have to sad. work out like twice as hard the older you get Ugh. for the same kind of results you got when you were younger and you still have no energy and you're still like, God, this is hard. <laughs> Life is hard. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I have t- I have two two little kids always on my back like little hobbits all the time, just really testing my limits. So um I'm just glad to have a you Take know it to the limit. <laughs> a moment of respite to talk. Talk TV with you guys. Oh my so. god, we haven't even announced what show we're reviewing. That's how much fun we're having, just giving each other shit. Or just listening to you guys give each other shit. <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure we're try- Ashley's just we're- trying to avoid the subject. Exactly. I we're know. trying to like talk about ourselves so we don't have to uh, go uh, into that. So, well, there you go. Before we even go into that, I will say we are going to be talking about uh, 2004's Lost. And we do have some differences of opinion here. But I did want to kind of give the listeners some background for you guys. You guys talk a lot about movies and stuff like that on your shows. But I kind of wanted to get your, uh, I guess, a 
feel for where you guys are at on TV. So like some of the stuff you grew up on when you were kids, what you loved, some of that stuff. So Nick, do you want to tell us a little bit about your favorite TV shows from, I don't know, when you were a young little nugget from forever ago all the way up a until now? young little nugget. <laughs> if you can remember back into the early 1900s when you were a child. No, probably not. I, don't, <laughs> I like they to didn't watch the have shadow puppets on the day. wall. I used to have to go outside and watch people chase shit with sticks. <laughs> no, it's like the Flintstones. There's like a little bird that turns a wheel inside that little It's thing. a living. <laughs> no, you know what? I grew up and one of the earliest shows that I ever popped on, one of the earliest shows that I ever gravitated toward was The Simpsons. And that pretty much defined my young adult life. It's not that I didn't watch other things. Like, I loved Married with Children. I loved watching just random stuff. Like, I was a big Creek fan. Dawson's Creek, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Yes! Um, and, you know, all sorts of different stuff like that. But nothing ever meant as much to me growing up as The Simpsons did. And I will put any... It literally does not matter what show it is. Like, seasons three through nine or ten of The Simpsons is better than anything that's ever been produced in television history. It's just brilliant. <laughs> Most of it, anyway. <laughs> Those are big words. It's pretty cool. I mean, they're episodes. I've watched some of these episodes so many times I can recite them from beginning to end, and I still watch them, and I still laugh like a hundred times in a 20 minute episode. Like I just fall over laughing because I think that's, I think it's so funny and I don't know if that's half of a nostalgia thing or half of whatever else, but it just works for me. That's just, it's, it's what shaped and developed my young mind into the beautiful, beautiful creature that, you know, <laughs> today, <laughs> this beautiful, hateful person who walks out of pretty much every movie and is like, fuck that. <laughs> So everybody send all your hate mail to Matt Groening and blame him for everything that Nick pisses that's you probably, off about. That's actually probably. <laughs> I'm like Ned Flanders like when he finally snapped and had all that repressed rage come out. Jesus Christ. That's a lot. I feel we like ran I ran out of floorboards here so we painted the dirt. I'm just going to start quoting the Simpsons now. Go over to Justin now. <laughs> Justin, get us out of the Simpsons mess or unless you know, unless that's your shit. I was about to say, Simpsons was very important to me, but I grew up kind of happy. I'm a pretty much a happy person, so I don't know what happened to you, Nick. <laughs> Damn it. Um, no. Uh, I, met, I met you, and it's all been done. <laughs> <laughs> the man, my man in black, Nick. You're my man in black. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so, uh, Slinger. <laughs> I'm Jacob, dude. Sick Come on. Dark Tower ref, bro. <laughs> so, uh, no. Uh, I, I, grew up, uh, I grew up in North Carolina. Uh, one of the best states in the union, by the way. Uh, next the best to, state. Next to, well, I have a new home in California, but those are my two favorite states. Fuck California. Ashley, we're starting off on a bad foot. Stop it. No, we're not. We're both so, star heels. We're, we're good. So um, I was a latchkey kid growing up, so I watched a ton of TV. So, it, I mean, it started with Saturday morning TV with, with stuff like He-Man and Inspector Gadget and DuckTales. I and, have the... Uh, yeah, Muppet okay. Babies and Pee Wee's Playhouse and see that's GI Joe <laughs> and that morphed into Nickelodeon like I was a huge Nickelodeon fan and then you know as I grew up you know things like Simpsons as Nick said uh, Seinfeld Friends Buffy the Vampire Slayer I was a huge Golden Girls fan my God Justin you're rattling was. off everything that is close to my heart uh, and then you know as it, 
when I became a team, a teen, I was really into time travel uh, a lot. So two of my favorite shows as a kid was Quantum Leap and Quantum Sliders. Leap shit and Sliders was the shit. I love you right now. And and so those two shows were huge in my. Uh, uh, I was probably in middle school, and that kind of led to my favorite show of all time, which is the one we're talking about tonight. So, oh my god, yeah, I watched a ton of TV as a kid, and. Uh, don't don't get to see as much TV now uh, with a kind of crazy job and little kids, but uh, I get to see some of the good stuff. Which the is the show is not called "So I Married a TV Geek," <laughs> so that, that doesn't too. lend itself that well too. to being able we, to watch it. We spend a lot of our time watching you know old movies. So. In 104 episodes, we've done one episode where we reviewed a TV show, and it was Stranger Things on Netflix. Dude, Stranger Things was oh, awesome. Man. Oh yeah, it was. It was so it was good. Amazing. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I saw. I, I I at least got to watch that. Uh, I love Game of Thrones now. I, days. I told Ashley. I told Ashley. I just started watching Twin Peaks. I'm uh, so recently, proud of you, like by the, the old, way. the revival or the original the, one? Old school, old school. Yeah, so. see, I've never seen the original one, so I want to kind of avoid the revival and maybe try to catch it all at once and get wrapped up in it or something. <laughs> At least five people have said, Justin, it's super fucking weird. It's totally you. Why aren't you watching it? So I just started watching it. And I'm, people are talking about the new one. So I'm like, I got to get this. I got to I gotta go quicker, quicker, you know, faster, must faster. Must go faster. So. Must go faster. <laughs> yeah. Goldblum. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's Very cool. cool. Actually, you know, what's funny is Nick mentioned Dawson's Creek. I was telling Wesley that Dawson's Creek was the one show when I was a kid that I was banned by my parents from watching. <laughs> I got around it because I had a huge crush on Josh Jackson, but when my mom and I watched the first episode and he hooked up with his teacher at the end of the episode. No, fuck Pacey, all right? What? Fuck Pacey. Dawson all the way. Okay, I love Dawson. I love him on You know why I love Dawson so much? Why? Because Dawson Dawson was a movie geek. Dawson was a fucking movie guy. Like he wanted to make movies and he fucking just loved movies. That's why I connected to that show so much. Yeah, but he was he a super he, he was a huge whiner. He, was, he, though, was a so. he did whine an awful lot, I will he, say that. He did he did I, I, I will loved, say I will say yeah. that the show ended the correct way. Joey ended up with Pacey instead of Dawson. Yep. That was the right choice. Exactly. Now, did you guys ever I mean, watch it, um, any, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23? I, yes. Dude, yeah. Dawson is amazing James Vanderbeek is fucking hilarious yes. in that. That is everything I want to be as a fucking douchebag and more. He just plays like a parody version of himself. And that's pretty much what he does nowadays. So good. And he was great in that Power Rangers short on YouTube. So I have nothing yeah, to say he, oh, bad about, so against uh, James Vanderbeek. Why was the Power Rangers movie not like that? Uh, because it, I don't know, I don't have any excuse for that. I liked the Power Rangers movie, but not as much as I liked that short. That short was fucking awesome. That short was amazing. I didn't dislike the Power Rangers movie either. Not like my co-host who said it's the worst movie of the year and it like insulted his very existence. No, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just impressed. We heard something that that Nick liked that somebody else didn't like. Boom. Yay! Shake it up. Shake it up. Boom. Yeah. Shake it up. Shake it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a quick little pause for us to have some um, promos from Movie Pod Squad and Potter and Family shows. And then we're going to come mm-hmm. back and we're actually going to talk about Lost if we can stay on topic. I don't know if we can, but we'll try. Eh. Eh, maybe. Do you like podcasts? Do you like listening to podcasts? Do you have ears? Do you like Justin and Chrissy? The... That's our names. I know. We have a podcast. It's called So I Married a Movie Geek. 
Check out this clip where we talk Star Wars sex. This is, I don't know how to explain this articulately, but the, what quote unquote gives me lady boners as far as this goes is not a person and not like, especially not like a guy where, you know, like Harris Ford or, or Luke or, you know, even if I swung the other way and said, Ooh, Leia. What do you want? Ewoks like stacked on top of each other. <laughs> I mean, little double Ewoks. If I if if I were gonna go that route, I would just go for Chewbacca. Like, why do I need two stacked on top of each other? I can have Chewbacca. So you like movies? Do you like good times? Check us out. We're so I married a movie geek at Movie Geekcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, all those other things. We'll see you at the movies. The Epic Film Guys podcast is a film comedy podcast with two best friends celebrating everything we love about going to the movies. We've got great beer, amazing guests, and quirky characters unlike anything you've ever heard before. Usually Nick makes me wait. He wants to try to give me cinema blue balls and make me wait until the night of the podcast. I will no, go so he... far as to say that I thrive on giving Justin cinema blue balls. I remember being a young man and my mother telling me I didn't have a name because I was illegitimate. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Well, I just assumed you were drinking that chocolate stout that you were going to make with the cheapest crap chocolate ice cream in a Miller Lite. I hide. I'm sitting here and I'm hiding. I'm in the darkness. Subscribe to the Epic Film Guys on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you at the movies. The Via VHS podcast is changing lives. Here's some testimonials. Bill from Tallahassee, Florida says, I was able to quit my job and get a Ferrari, just like Magnum P.I. Sue from San Diego, California says, Wow, it really helped with my crippling depression. Thanks, Via VHS. And Tom from Charlotte, North Carolina says, It cured my genital warts. Wow. Listen to the Via VHS podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. All right, welcome back. It is me, Ashley, and Justin, and Nick here to talk about 2004's weird fucking show, Lost. Um, I got these two guys on here because they both love this show. And I watched it when it first came on. I have my own opinions, which I will save. But I want to let them kind of tell us why they love this show so much. Because when I first announced that this was going to be a show that we did a rerun review on, they both jumped at the chance to be on here and were really excited to talk about it. So I'm going to kind of let, uh, we'll start with Justin this time. Talk about why you love Lost so much. Do it, Justin. Do it. Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, Lost is my number one favorite show of all time, t- television-wise. And that's huge because I've, I've watched a ton of TV uh, in my life. But it, it basically comes down to this. Um, I love the characters of Lost, and there are a shit ton of characters. So, um, <laughs> I love... I love the characters. So uh, any any TV show like this, it's like you come for the plot and then you stay for the characters. And I think that that's perfect for Lost because the plot is is crazy on its face and it starts in a, you know, a very mysterious way and over several seasons it totally changes and flips around and goes this way and that, but I think if it wouldn't have been for the characters of Lost and 
uh, you know, their differences and the, 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 the amazing acting by some of the characters in the cast. Um, I wouldn't have loved it as much, but I don't know, man, just from the first episode of lost the pilot, I was hooked. And, uh, as I mentioned before, I'm, I'm a huge fan and has been a fan of time travel since I was a kid. My favorite movie of all time is back to the future. So, uh, once my, my favorite show of, of once my favorite show at the time, which is about this crazy island and how these people are are somehow trapped on this island, they're trying to get off, started to use time travel in its plot devices a couple seasons in, I was like, okay, this is my favorite show of all time. I love this. <laughs> I I was I was totally the one that would watch it, you know, live and then watch it again on TiVo right after it ended. I, I tried to get my girlfriend at the time to watch it with me and she refused um i would i would read everything online after the fact to see what other people were talking about in terms of these you know really insane plot points or this this strange thing happened what does it mean like what's going on i just think it's one of those great uh you know water cooler conversation shows that just got better and crazier and wackier and um, I love it. I love it. You know, I was just telling Nick before we even started, I, I haven't gone back. I've wanted to do a rewatch of the whole thing, but I was hoping to do it with someone I love um, to do because I'm like, that's a lot of time in my life. I better do it with someone. Um, but I watched, you know, some of my favorites just in anticipation for tonight. And it's just like a, a warm, you know, blanket just like covering me. That, that like, I'm just like, oh, I'm home. I love That's this show. Perfect, man. I love this show. So it, it just, yeah, I know, I know, Ashley, you've already told me, uh, but it just, it, hit, it hits me in the feels, this show. Like every single character, all the crazy plot things going on. I just love it. And uh, that's why it's my favorite show of all time. And that's why I jumped to talk about it with my. With my arch nemesis Nick, who is the man in black, the man in black, and I am the Jacob of of the show, wow. the the dark and the lightness. Wow! Uh, just kidding. I, Does that I mean like me, the but... movie Pod Squad is the cork that's keeping me trapped from getting out into the world? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Nick. Just kidding. But Damn. I could go like let's let's I'll I'll hand the baton off to Nick. But uh, yeah, number one with a bullet, my favorite show of all time. I love Lost. Uh, I could I can talk more, but we'll let Nick talk a little bit. So, yeah. Well, it's uh, just a quick question, Justin. Before I continue, is this one of those shows that you watched religiously every single week when it aired? On of TV? course, yeah. yeah. I watched it live, and then I watched it taped after I would watch it live. Yeah, and this was actually the last show that I ever had that kind of devotion to. This is absolutely my favorite TV drama of all time. And you actually nailed it right on the head, so I don't even have a ton to add to it, with the exception that I don't even care about the plot in this show. The plot in this show, I'll be 100% honest, is irrelevant. The characters are so good, and they drive all of the action forward themselves. They're so captivating and they're so investing like literally like even the characters that annoy you except for Nikki and Paolo because fuck Nikki and Paolo they draw you in whatever the hell is going on and they take you along for the ride on this crazy world and yeah the, the plot definitely takes some quite crazy twists and turns and they introduce all these crazy mysteries what does this mean what does that mean what does this mean but at the end of the day it's a show about 
its characters and it's one of those things where when I talk to people about the show, they'll be like, oh, well, what did you, you know, think of this plot? Or what did you think of this plot? Or, oh, they didn't wrap up this plot. Like, especially detractors of the show, a lot of the times they focus on the plot itself as reasons why they didn't like it. And I'm like, I don't care. And and to be quite frank, neither did the show, because for the most part, the episodes of this show are told simultaneously for the first three seasons in flashback showing and focusing on a specific character and some kind of event in their life that has helped to kind of shape and define them. And that's mirrored in some way thematically over on the island. And that's all this show ever was to me. And these are some of the, I'll say it plain and simple. They're some of the best written characters ever. Television, movies, stage, whatever, what have you. These are some of the best written and most well-realized characters ever. I'm so in love with the show and the music, the music started. I, I haven't gone back. I've wanted to do a rewatch of the whole thing, but I was hoping to do it with someone I love um, to do because I'm like, that's a lot of time in my life. I better do it with someone. Um, but I watched, you know, some of my favorites just in anticipation for tonight. And it's just like a, a warm, you know, blanket, just like covering me. That, that like, I'm just like, oh, I'm home. I love That's this show. Perfect, man. I love this show. So it, it just, it, I know, I know, Ashley, you've already told me, uh, but it just, it, hit, it hits me in the feels, this show. Like every single character, all the crazy plot things going on. I just love it. And uh, that's why it's my favorite show of all time. And that's why I jumped to talk about it with my. With my arch nemesis Nick, who is the dun, man in black, dun. the man in black, and I am the Jacob of of the show, wow. the the dark and the lightness. Wow! Uh, just kidding. I, Does that I mean like Nick, the but... movie Pod Squad is the cork that's keeping me trapped from getting out into the world? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Nick. Just kidding. But Damn. I could go like let's let's I'll I'll hand the baton off to Nick. But uh, yeah, number one with a bullet, my favorite show of all time. I love Lost. Uh, I could, I can talk more, but we'll let Nick talk a little bit. So, yeah, well, it's uh, just a quick question, Justin, before I continue, is this one of those shows that you watched religiously every single week when it aired on TV? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I watched it live and then I watched it taped after I would watch it live. Yeah, and this was actually the last show that I ever had that kind of devotion to. This is absolutely my favorite TV drama of all time. And you actually nailed it right on the head, so I don't even have a ton to add to it, with the exception that I don't even care about the plot in this show. The plot in this show, I'll be 100% honest, is irrelevant. The characters are so good, and they drive all of the action forward themselves. They're so captivating and they're so investing like literally like even the characters that annoy you except for Nikki and Paolo because fuck Nikki and Paolo they draw you in whatever the hell's going on and they take you along for the ride on this crazy world and yeah the, the plot definitely takes some qu- crazy twists and turns and they introduce all these crazy mysteries what does this mean what does that mean what does this mean but at the end of the day it's a show about its characters and it's one of those things where when I talk to people about the show, they'll be like, Oh, well, what did you, you know, think of this plot or what did you think of this plot or, Oh, they didn't wrap up this plot. Like, especially detractors of the show. A lot of the times they focus on the plot itself as reasons why they didn't like it. And I'm like, I don't care. 
And and to be quite frank, neither did the show because for the most part, the episodes of this show are told simultaneously for the first three seasons in flashback, showing and focusing on a specific character and some kind of event in their life that has helped to kind of shape and define them. And that's mirrored in some way thematically over on the island. And that's all this show ever was to me. And these are some of the, I'll say it plain and simple. They're some of the best written characters ever television, movies, stage, whatever, what have you. These are some of the best written and most well-realized characters ever. I'm so in love with the show and the music, the music from Michael Giacchino that really elevates this thing from your just kind of standard dramatic fare. Started, I, I haven't gone back. I've wanted to do a rewatch of the whole thing, but I was hoping to do it with someone I love um to do because i'm like that's a lot of time in my life i better do it with someone um but i watched you know some of my favorites just in anticipation for tonight and it's just like a a warm you know blanket just like covering me that, that like i'm just like oh i'm home i love that's this show perfect man i love this show so it, it just i know i know ashley you've already told me uh, but it just it hit it hits me in the feels. This show, like every single character, all the crazy plot things going on, I just love it, and uh, that's why it's my favorite show of all time. And that's why I jumped to talk about it with my with my arch nemesis Nick, who is the man in black, the man in black, and I am the Jacob of of the show, wow. the the dark and the lightness. Wow. Uh, just kidding. I, Does that I mean like me, the but... movie Pod Squad is the cork that's keeping me trapped from getting out into the <laughs> world? <laughs> Just kidding, Nick. Just kidding. But Damn. I could go like let's let's I'll I'll hand the baton off to Nick. But uh, yeah, number one with a bullet. My favorite show of all time. I love Lost. Uh, I could I can talk more, but we'll let Nick talk a little bit. So. Yeah, well, it's just a quick question, Justin. Before I continue, is this one of those shows that you watched? religiously every single week when it aired on of TV. course yeah. yeah i watched it live and then i watched it taped after i would watch it live yeah, and this was actually the last show that i ever had that kind of devotion to this is absolutely my favorite tv drama of all time and you actually nailed it right on the head so i don't even have a ton to add to it with the exception that I don't even care about the plot in this show. The plot in this show, I'll be 100% honest, is irrelevant. The characters are so good, and they drive all of the action forward themselves. They're so captivating, and they're so investing. Like, literally, like even the characters that annoy you, except for Nikki and Paolo, because fuck Nikki and Paolo, they draw you in whatever the hell's going on and they take you along for the ride on this crazy world. And yeah, the, the plot definitely takes some quite crazy twists and turns and they introduce all these crazy mysteries. What does this mean? What does that mean? What does this mean? But at the end of the day, it's a show about its characters. And it's one of those things where when I talk to people about the show, they'll be like, oh, well, what did you, you know, think of this plot? Or what did you think of this plot? Or, oh, they didn't wrap up this plot. Like, especially detractors of the show, a lot of the times they focus on the plot itself as reasons why they didn't like it. And I'm like, I don't care. And and to be quite frank, neither did the show, because for the most part, the episodes of this show are told simultaneously for the first three seasons in flashback 
showing and focusing on a specific character and some kind of event in their life that has helped to kind of shape and define them. And that's mirrored in some, but I still love that character. He's so Michael. It's a testament to Michael Emerson uh, of how great he is in that role, because he makes you love that character, even though you despise everything about him with every fiber of your being. He makes you love that character. So I want to hear from Ashley. (laughs) I, w- I want to hear from Ashley and and hear why she's so down on her, on one of my favorite shows or my my favorite shows one of, one of you, Nick's favorite shows. What's going on, Ashley? What's going on? All right, so I have issues with a lot of the different characters. I feel like every time they introduce new characters and reveal more about the island, it just ruined the show and the mystery and like what was drawing me in so much. Like the first season was fucking awesome. I loved like the whole setup. I loved getting to know the different characters. I loved the flashbacks. I thought it was setting it up for something really cool. But then when it kept like revealing more and more, I I even liked when they got down in the hatch. That's just all, I'm all good with that. When they reveal like the Dharma initiative gets more and more revealed and like they start with the fucking time travel and the fucking light and Jacob and all that shit, it became so... Uh, far-fetched for me, and the characters that I liked weren't getting nearly enough screen time. They even fucking killed my favorite character, John Locke. Um, they got rid of Mr. Echo, who was the shit, and they brought in a whole bunch of people that I could not fucking stand to be around. Like, Kate even became, like, more one-dimensional. She lost her coolness, and Sawyer became obsessed with Juliet, who was annoying as fuck. Like, they just, ugh, so many fucking people that annoy me! I loved Nothing Echo good. in the show, but you... Uh, Echo's character leaving the show was actually kind of just he just didn't want to he didn't want to have to do the the location shooting anymore so they agreed to write him off which is terrible because that character still had so much mileage left he was by far the most interesting of the tail section survivors but they were gonna have him and John Locke square off for the rest of the show but apparently um, his parents died so he had to go yeah he That's he didn't want to be in Hawaii anymore for the for the for the location shooting and, and yeah I, I'm pretty sure yeah I'm pretty sure his parents died or something like that yeah I can't remember it's really sad but then like thankfully it, I'll agree with you about Anna Lucia I I'm just not a huge fan of Michelle Rodriguez because she just she's very very uh, archetypal character she always plays that kind of just female badass. And while that works sometimes, it really kind of gets grating. And I think she had a couple of layers to her. I don't think she was completely one-dimensional. She definitely, you know, when they did explore her backstory, I did enjoy it, but not nearly as much as some of the other characters because she was just a little too hard as nails. Yeah, she never, like... Especially when we first meet her. She's so stubborn, and she never could ever be wrong about anything. She can never admit any kind of fault. And it's just so fucking annoying to come across people like that. But in the overall scheme of things, she was relatively minor to a a wealth, a wealth of amazing characters. So you nothing for nothing, but she killed Shannon, and uh, I mean, I'll take that over anything any day. (laughs) She was fucking annoying too. (laughs) Got to you. Got to give Saeed someone to pine for forever, Uh, even even when she's gone. So and then, can I, Justin? I got a question to ask you actually, because I know you're a huge fan of this show, uh, like I am. Were you also infuriated when in the in the you know the flash sideways thing and the whole thing in season six at the finale episode that it's Shannon instead of Nadia for Saeed? Like, were you the was I the only one that was infuriated about that? I know I'm not the only one, but were you also? Where was Nadia in that whole thing? Like, that was the whole reason he was on the island was because he was trying to get back to Nadia, so he was working with the CIA. And he like, le- he traded up, dude. Come on, you have to recognize that he, my ass. You, you have to recognize that he traded up. 
Jesus. Uh, this this was the most important event in all of their lives, and that's um, perfectly. Like, well, Maggie Grace can come back for the finale, but the actress <laughs> who played Nadia can't. So, well, perfectly perfectly stated in, in the the you know the controversial finale where everyone who was very important was waiting in the same place together not the people's families or anything it was everyone that was on this plane together so <laughs> oh, oh man oh so many good characters so uh you said you love Locke, right tell me tell me how many of the good characters there are cuz i can only think about four i love four. so my my favorites four. my favorites are Locke and ben those are my two and and throughout they're kind of like you know always uh, you know, trading barbs and on the opposite sides of, of where they want to be. Um, those two are my favorites. I love Sawyer because I'm also from the South and I've got a Southern draw and I love the fact that he's got nicknames for everyone, um, which is one of my favorite things. Um, I like Kate, which you don't like. And uh, who else? No, I like Kate fine up until they made her one dimensional. See, I was like, I was actually the kind of person that, like, early on, and especially like the first time I watched through the show, I was not a huge Kate fan, and she is pretty one dimensional, especially early in the show. But then, probably after season three, once they finally start getting away from the whole love triangle between her, Jack, and Sawyer thing, I really feel like she kind of started to develop a little bit more as a character at that point. Like she was kind of stuck in that whole run mindset. Like th- that was kind of her just general theme for like three seasons and then i i feel like after that is when they finally started doing more stuff with her and i think uh, evangeline lily is just like such a she's just like a warm presence i love her i love kate now like after i've watched through the show in full probably like five times and then like a handful of episodes like my favorite episodes i've probably watched dozens so like i'm a huge kate fan now like i i love 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 kate no love for jack in there justin come on Jack Shepard's I, fucking amazing. I love him. <laughs> He's kind of like the 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 boring vanilla center of the whole thing. If we have to be, uh, who else? I love I love my boy my my boy Hurley. Who you know? Hurley's the man. Who is is kind of the heart of the show as well as well Dude. as um uh, Charlie <laughs> Charlie fucking Charlie the two of them together Hurley and Charlie uh and then who else? Uh, I love Desmond because he's. He's kind of the star of one of my favorite, probably my favorite Lost episode, which is The Constant. So, um, one I actually got my wife to watch with me because I was like, you got to watch this one. This is very great. This Did she watch episode. it like completely out of context? I, you know, I, I've tried to get her to, she's in here right now. I've tried to get her to watch The Lost with me so many times and she just can't get into it. And she loves, uh, quantum leap and sliders as well and you know she's a fan of of a lot of time travel type movies so i mean it might take my 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 daughter to get old enough to be able to watch it to get chrissy on board but i think it's such a great show and it's got a lot of great relationships and um and that's not even just like male female romantic relationships just like we just talked about hurley and and charlie the two of them and just like Things like that are just like throughout the show, and it's crazy because they keep bringing in new people, and then you you kind of uh, fall you fall in love with like a quarter of those new people, and the rest of the people are just like ah oh, whatever. Like even 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 later later people like like Daniel Faraday, which Faraday a lot of people hate, man. 
a lot of people hated, but I was like, this is like the this is one of the nerdiest like TV characters I've ever seen. I love Faraday, man. S- super twitchy Faraday, like explaining physics, just like, oh, okay, I think this might work. Let's let's just drop a hydrogen bomb in the middle of the island type thing. I was just like <laughs> blown away. I was just like, this is amazing. So, and a lot of a lot of the negatives people talk about, which are. Um, like Nikki and Paolo, I was just like, okay, Fuck that Nikki didn't. Paolo. I was like, that didn't work. You know, at least they tried something different. Like it didn't work, but um, I just, I just think the re- everything else is just so, so good that even the negatives or the 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 kind of slip ups in terms of not so good episodes. I was like, oh, you know, you're not going to get them all when you're everything else is kind of masterpiece level. And I agree with Nick. Uh, this show is a masterpiece. So really. In your face, Ashley. Really? I just can't understand. I can't wrap my head around how how you guys love it so much. I can't understand. Okay, so like the whole Dharma Initiative thing and then like going to the 70s and shit like that. You guys are all great with that? Oh, yeah. I love the time love traveling. It. Really? I'm fine with it. Spinning a wheel on yeah. the island and make, like, going through time? Like, I just... What? I think it, it goes back to what I mentioned before, at least for me anyway, and I can't speak for Justin, but at least for me, the plots and like all the kind of ridiculous farcical like things that they ended up doing, like, you know, and there's, there's even tons of that stuff even back in like the first couple of seasons, but they started to get more and more and more outlandish as they went forward. But for me, it was never about the plot and it was never about the outlandish things that happened in the plot. I was so invested in these characters that... I wanted to watch them live through each of their lives, each, each, each day of their lives as they're together on this Island. Like, and they have so many of these amazing experiences that define them. And Ashley actually mentioned one of her favorite characters was Locke. Who's also one of my favorite characters. And, what a heartbreaking fucking character. Like it, like the first moment, a lot of people talk about walkabout, which is the fourth episode of season one where once you get to that point, that's where if if you're not hooked into Lost by the fourth episode, like the moment when you know he's he you finally find out that he's in a wheelchair and he's 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 angry and he's like, "Don't tell me what I can't do." And it that moment for that character is so powerful. It, it Terry O'Quinn, man, you got to give it to Terry O'Quinn for being so amazing in that role. And then my favorite episode with Locke isn't even that one. It's the second Locke-centric episode of that season, which was uh, Deus Ex Machina, where his own father cons him out of a kidney. Oh, my God. And, like, he's driving down the road, and, like, like Giacchino's score, again, the fucking Locke theme is amazing. And he's, like, he's just beating the fucking steering wheel of his car. Like, he's so enraged. I was so in love with these characters. Like, I literally, I'll be 100% honest, I could give a fuck what the plot was these characters were so good i would watch them do literally anything literally anything because they're so 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 moving and so emotionally realized i think i just i love them love these characters and i i i don't we've mentioned it but i i don't think i could think of another tv show before lost where they introduced this plot device of flashbacks to kind of fill in the story of these characters in such a real and emotional way that tied everything together with themes and stuff more than lost like uh, the flashbacks and then it ended up being flashed sideways and all this stuff 
I was always like fully invested, man. I was like, I want these are my, I love these characters. I want to know why they're making the choices on this island that they are. I want to know, you know, why they gravitate towards the other characters that I like. And this, you know, these flashback stories with all of them, I was just, uh, you know, enraptured, man. I love, oh, it's one of those I can't things believe, where actually, if you kind of just watch the island story. Like if you um, omit all the flashbacks and you just watch just like the plot of the island and the mysteries and the Dharma initiative and all that shit, like I don't think the show would be nearly as good if that's all the show was. But that's clearly not what the show was ever intended to be because they focused so heavily on a specific character or a specific few characters every episode. Now, dude, totally. I agree. I love, like I said, I love the first season. I love, I fucking adore John Locke. Like, there is no wrong that he does, even when he's not even John Locke anymore. I love Terry O'Quinn throughout the entire fucking show. That guy is my hero. He's my jam. He is everything. God, he's gold. He is the fucking he's shit. Gold. I'm telling you, I love it. And actually, at the time when this aired, I was big into Survivor. And so watching this was kind of like... Uh, dramatization because I was reading in the trivia that they came up with this show by combining Castaway and Survivor into hey let's make this show and I was like that's fucking brilliant and then you've got Johnny Fairplay aka Sawyer over there stealing everybody's like medicine and shit trying to make leverage like it just paralleled so well but then, how dare you compare Sawyer to Johnny fucking Fairplay how is he not Holy Johnny Fairplay shit. Johnny Fairplay is a piece of shit. That so guy is, is like belly lint. Sawyer, no, he's that one. Sawyer is a pretty season, big piece of shit in the first season. Yeah, in the first season, but he he, he definitely has you know, a great he, character arc throughout he, the show. He though. he makes up for it, and like yeah. I said, he's got nicknames for everyone, and it takes someone who's quick witted, you know, to come up with those names as well. So. And he's a he's a lady he's a ladies man as well. He I can't accept actually hating on uh, Sawyer and Juliet though, man. I, I fucking, fucking love hate Sawyer. And Sawyer. And Juliet. I hate Juliet Hell so much. Hell to the yes, man. Oh, I hate Juliet. Oof. She's so. Do you late. hate love? Is that what it is? Actually, do you hate <laughs> fate? Fate. I do. And, and love. I, hate, I think and, I'm gonna uh, replace uh, Nick as the the biggest hater in the entire conversation. Fuck love, fuck Juliet, uh, fuck all of them. Fuck Ben. So wait, so damn. <laughs> is it is it just it just got too weird for you it's, actually? Is it that got the thing? Too far fetched and too fake. It, it lost its authenticity. It's a fantasy. No, it's a fantasy show. It it's not science fiction. It's a fantasy. Like Nick said, it's rooted in authentic characters, and I felt like the characters lost their authenticity. I felt like the story lost its authenticity, and it just became such a parody of itself and became so Man. fucking ridiculous. I just couldn't. I couldn't relate to anybody anymore. Man, that's why Jack is my favorite character on the show. Because Jack, Jack, Jack has lame. the most complete story. I mean, if you think about Jack, especially from like the first two or three seasons, he's so like he's just so worried. I mean, it's kind of his character trait, but he's so worried about quote fixing things and fixing things is getting everybody off of the island. And he has this amazing transformation where he's constantly at odds with Locke. Like he and Locke are constantly at war. And you of course sympathize with Locke because Locke just believes in the power of the island. And he just has faith in everything that's going on around him. And then it's so tragic, but it's so beautiful the way that the season three finale pretty much changes everything. Everything when 
you flash forward and all of a sudden you have Jack off the island trying to kill himself because he's so miserable and trying to get back there. And there's a great moment toward the end of season six where he's he's confronting the man in black and he says to him, he's like, you know, John Locke was pretty much right about everything. And it's an insult that you're wearing his face. You know, it's, it's so beautiful that Jack reaches that point from where he was at the beginning of the show that he finally comes back around to Locke's point of view. I, that's, I, Jack is so it, like, like the whole relationship with he and Sarah, like it, it is, is, is so amazing. Like he clearly is so in love with her, but like, he's just so hardened and he's, he's, he's just so much of this character that, that has to invest himself in, in fixing things that he fails to like, you know, maintain his own marriage. Like he fixes her, you know, cause she can't walk or whatever. And then, you know, lets that whole thing slide and he can't fix his dad's alcoholism or anything like that. And man, oh, talk about great characters. Christian too, his fucking dad. Damn. What a great character. Christian Shepard. Oh. I thought it was funny in the last season when they actually made fun of his name. Like seriously, his name's Christian Shepard. <laughs> Shit made me Probably giggle. a little on the nose, but yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't actually talked about a couple other characters. We briefly mentioned Charlie, um, but we haven't really talked about Claire or Sun and Jin, who are also big characters in the first first uh, few seasons and throughout. What did you guys think about Sun and Jin? Any any give a shits one way or the other? I loved them together, and I wanted them to be happy. <laughs> they were great. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like he was a total D-bag in the beginning, obviously, because, you know, they painted him out to be that way. But then when he became all loving and sweet, I thought that was really good. I actually ended up liking their story a lot. Well, that's the thing about the flashbacks is you had, like, a certain opinion about a lot of these people when you first met them. And then you saw their, their backstories and what happened to them. And you're like, oh, okay, that's why they're the way that they are. So... Yeah. Um, yeah. As you invest yeah. yourself in them like that, where where you see like yeah, yeah, of course, Jin is definitely you know kind of an asshole when you first meet him, but then as you kind of understand like he had to go to work for Son's father and had to do all these things that he never wanted to do, but he kept doing it because of his devotion to her, and it kind of transformed him a little bit. I love that. Like it, it was such a heartbreak to me that they pulled these characters apart in season four. And then, like, all of season five, it's Sun trying to get back to him. And then, like, half of season six, and then they finally get back together, and they fucking die in the next episode. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Lost. But they're brought back Stop together it. in the parallel. <laughs> yes, they are. I love I mean, the parallel. What were some of the characters that you guys found annoying? You guys keep talking about everybody you love. There's got to be people on here that you can't stand. <sighs> there has to be. Hmm. Really? Aside from Nikki and Paolo. Nikki and Paolo don't count. They're in a league of their own. I was kind of annoyed by Richard Alpert's eyebrows. I was just like, they're just <laughs> too perfect for his face. Man, of, a, but- of, a, of a man of the past who has been through so much for his for him to look so young and those eyebrows to look so well kept. I was like, I just don't get it. You man. know what one of the best standalone episodes of Lost is, though, is... His backstory episode. What was oh, it? fuck. Uh, I hated in, that episode. No. Oh, God. Oh, God. Damn. Why? I hate that episode. 
fuck, I hate that episode oh, so much. He's so he's so broken. He he just wants his wife back. He's so heartbroken. He, you know, accidentally kills the guy, just trying to save his wife. Gets home and she's just tragically passed. And then he gets enslaved. And then all he wants, he asks Jacob, essentially the god figure of the show, that you know he wants his wife back. And Jacob says, "I can't do that." And you know, and and he says, "Then I don't want to die." That I just, I just. Why would uh, he not want to die? Why would he not want to go be with his he was, wife in the afterlife? Because he was so religious, he felt because he killed a man, he wasn't going to be able to go to heaven, and he wasn't going to be able to be with her. And th- oh man, that's so fucking beautiful! Like I fucking cried so many man tears in that episode. God, I love <laughs> Nestor Carbonell. <laughs> Nestor Carbonell acted his fucking ass off in that episode. I love that episode. Yeah, I can't think of anyone. Anyone? I wasn't a big fan of Boone because he, I, I thought he was kind of a whiner, and I, I, I was happy when that plane fell on him. So um. I liked Boone enough. I like. I didn't dislike Boone, but I fucking hated Shannon. I hated <laughs> Shannon with a fiery, fiery passion. And when Anna Lucia puts a bullet into her, I'm like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Now put one in your own head. Damn, I, you, I think that loss gets a major amount of points for me personally because they have the lawnmower man uh, in it in a major role as Lapidus because he was in charge of the plane, man. The lawnmower man was in charge of the plane and getting it off the island, so he was very important to the story. So. Dude, he had some serious hamburger meat chest hair that entire fucking season. I could not stop Jeff- staring at it. <laughs> Jeff Fahey with the, the chest hair. <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's like they're pouring water in his mouth and all I can see is his like bushel of chest hair throughout it. It's just too much. Oh, that, man. That, that shows you where my focus was. It was not on the story or the characters. Like, God, he's got a lot of fucking chest hair hanging out. Um, mm. But hey, isn't... Uh, so Jack Bender directed a lot of the, the, the really good episodes for Lost. Did he... What else did he do? Nick, you know this, right? Did he do 24? What did he do? Gosh, Jack Bender. Hmm. No. Did we lose Nick? No, I think Nick should still be here. Nick. No, I, I just yeah, had to run here. and go pee. <laughs> Way to tell somebody. Well, I was I was thinking about it, but then I was like, no, I'm just going to mad dash to the bathroom and see if I can... I can I can run it out before Justin was finished with his point, man. <laughs> Justin, talk longer, man. Be more like me, where you just don't ever shut up. <laughs> Did you miss as I, I was giving praise to uh, Jeff Fahey's performance as Lapidus because I loved him as the lawnmower man. man, dude. Loved him Lapidus as the lawnmower man. man. <laughs> oh so, my god! <laughs> talking about people that didn't know that they were going to be going through a certain thing at a certain time. Lapidus is just like, oh. I, I might have might have been drunk last night, but now I'm on this island trying to get this Freightliner airplane off of it's it. It's like my yeah. favorite thing about that character is like they didn't even try with him. They just gave him one-liners literally for two straight <laughs> seasons. That's all he did. <laughs> <laughs> and he was great. He was so, so, so great. I, I can't, like I said, aside from Shannon, I, I disliked Shannon. I, it's not that like I, I hated her. And, and Nikki and Paolo, <sighs> fuck fuck you carlton cues and damon lindelof no we don't want you to introduce this whole new set of survivors that's really been there the whole time even though the episode that they did where they were kind of in the background of all these important events through the first two seasons was kind of cool but if they hadn't made these two characters so insufferably bad it would have been more enjoyable but 
at, le- at least they at least they recognized the error of their ways and quickly got you yeah, know they quickly killed them off like as soon as they like saw the first couple episodes of season three with these characters and people did not like them they were like all right we gotta kill them now in a gratuitous and, and strange how way. hard was it to watch season three justin because season uh, three was that fucking season where i think it was what like late october maybe early november they went on break for like four months with that cliffhanger where where jack's like damn it kate run when he's got ben's artery cut open and that's the cliffhanger that ends on it. and then it's like four months before we got a new episode god that was terrible <laughs> oh you just reminded me of one of my favorite parts of watching lost is the 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 pop like the lost title coming up at the end with every yeah. cliffhanger it's oh, like oh yeah and I would just yell in the other room at, at, at Christy, just like, oh, my God, they did it again. Holy crap. Because they best, did it like every episode. Best cliffhangers in all of television. I wasn't the far. fan of most of the others. But then most of the others were just like really stupid, especially like Danny in the third season. Like a lot of the, the third season is probably the weakest season because it, it really reached this point where. I don't feel like they knew where the show was going from there. And so they they just had all these storylines stretched impossibly far out. And then somewhere during season three, like they all got together and they were like, okay, this is where the show is going to end. They took it to ABC. They said, this is what we want to do. This is how we want to end the show. Give us boom, boom, boom. And we'll get there and we'll end everything. And then like, like the, the last, there's a few really good gems in season three. And like the end run of episodes in season three, the finale of season three is my favorite episode of all time. I love, 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 love the the finale of that through the looking glass. It's called, but it, there's a lot of episodes in season three where like the flashback gimmick had started to wear a little thin. Like you got to see Locke on a pot farm with Aaron Paul and Jack getting his tattoos in fucking Thailand, and it's like. <sighs> See, when they started to just kind of get bored with the character flashbacks where the flashbacks and like the character backstories weren't interesting anymore, that's where I almost tuned out. Like I didn't, I kept watching because I loved it so much, but there were just some of those, and a lot of those are like universally considered some of the worst episodes of Lost ever. Like God, nobody cares about Jack and his fucking tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley cares. Ashley does. Yeah. I do not. Those are some really bad fucking tattoos. It actually gives him credit on IMDb trivia for those being his own uh, masterful pieces of artwork. <laughs> They're terrible. That's some really bad fucking tribal tattoos. Uh, actually, uh, to go on what Nick was saying is on uh, the IMDb trivia, I was reading this, said while season three was on the air and the ratings were dropping, ABC approached the writers and asked them to set an end date for the show and how many more episodes they needed to conclude the series on their own terms. After thinking about it, they said they needed 48 episodes and decided to split it into three seasons. So yeah, they were I, definitely trying to. I totally remember. To I totally remember when that happened because that was a huge thing because everyone thought that they were kind of lost in the wilderness in terms of the the story, and then we we saw this the the story like oh here's the end date. This is when it's going to end, and and everyone got kind of supercharged and excited to know that yeah, yeah. they're. The, okay, this is when it's going to end. This is how many episodes we have left. This is how many episodes they have to kind of answer all these questions that we have about all this crazy shit going on. And then from there on, it's just like how 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 are they going to end this, and how are how many of these questions are they actually going to answer at, going forward? So it's kind of a tale of two shows where you watch 
the first three seasons and the first three seasons kind of progress very slowly in terms of plot on the island and they develop very slowly where it just kind of unfolds new things and then once they did that once they earmarked the end date and they knew they were going to have three more seasons that were going to be shorter in terms of episode length too i mean because of the writer's strike season four was only 13 episodes and then seasons uh, what five and six were like 18 a piece Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So they they knew, and then like from season four on, like the pacing of the show becomes infinitely better. I actually love the pacing in the latter half of the show versus the beginning half of the show because they really like you could feel like they knew where they were going at that point, and they will plainly admit that they made a lot of stuff up as they went in the early st- in the early days. You know, like Dharma Initiative. Like, there's all these like. The fan theories like oh there's a there's a dharma logo on the fuselage of the plane no there's fucking not we didn't even think of the dharma initiative at that point you guys are idiots shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was gonna say let's talk about the last season because i i read shit about them being in purgatory and i'm just i'm confused on the last season i'm not gonna lie i just watched it for the first time and so they put off the they blew up the hydrogen bomb and some of them, like, they all go, part of them go in the regular life as if the plane never crashed, and then the rest of them go back to future date on the island. So is one of them real? No. Okay, please help me. Explain. No. The the flash sideways is simply the afterlife. So after they've died, whenever they die, whether it's on the island or way, way after they leave the island, the flash sideways is the afterlife. And then the afterlife is them finding each other and ascending to heaven or whatever you want to call it. So, okay. So the flash sideways is the purgatory. Yes, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. The Island itself, like and and I don't know why the producers chose to do this. Like they just chose to use some stock footage of like, they shot the sets of like all the plane pieces and stuff on the beach like way back during season one. And they decided to include that in the end credits of the last episode of season six. And of course it gave everybody the idea that, Oh my God, they were all dead the whole time. No, they weren't. They were all alive the whole time. And then literally the flash sideways is just their afterlife. What happened after they died? And this is a place purgatory, if you want to call it that, where they went to find each other again and then ascend to heaven or whatever. I love you know, it. <laughs> it you, you know what? And, and this is like, I told you, uh, Nick's obviously watched this five times over I have. since I love then, this fucking series. which is I a lot more than I have. But I the, the, the 100%, I fucking love this show. <laughs> but the, the episode that I've revisited most than, than others is the, the end, the last episode, because every like so many people hated it. So many people. And and I just watched it, and I'm not like I grew up in the South. I was I was raised in a Southern Baptist home, but now I'm not very religious. But that whole episode, man, just made me like <laughs> cry like a super like a super baby. Oh my gosh, all of it, hold it all in. of it. The the, the Desmond yeah. Desmond being the one that has to kind of wake people up, Let's just like every him. time that he went to like a different person or a different couple and had to do that, I was just like welling up, man, because the jig the the music would well up, and I just knew the relationship and the and the the past of these characters and what they went through, and then 
when you're watching it live at the time, you're trying to you're you're kind of realizing what's going you're on. Like shivers oh, now. Just they are in purgatory. Them. This is their purgatory, and they're all going to meet up and like cross the like to the next level together. And you're just like, that's so fucking awesome. Yes. Oh like, oh my god, I, I, was I swear, on the verge of tears. Ugh. Like, I, like Sawyer and Julia and Charlie and Claire, especially in that episode, like they really push you to the edge. Where, like, for me, I'm just like, stop fucking tugging those heartstrings, you motherfucker. And then I, I, I was trying to talk about it before we recorded, and Justin's like, save it for the show. So when when Jack places his hand on the fucking coffin at the end, and of course, Giacchino's score fucking swells up, and you see all those moments of Jack. I mean, again, Jack, like I said, is my favorite character. So once you see all those, and then Christian shows up, I fucking lose it. I babble like a fucking baby for like five minutes every time I watch it. I just I love it so much because it's it's so it, it's so emotionally charged, and it, it it's such a great release for me i'm not a religious person at all but like i get to that point and it's like these characters they had these experiences together in their lives and like some of them died on the island some of them moved on to whatever their life was and then after they die they all go to this place where they have to find each other again and just like the awakening like the realization of like who they are what they had like it, it it's so it's it's such a great an amazing testament to Jack's character because he's the most stubborn character in this show by far. So it's the mo- it's a great great testament to his character that it takes him like what he's with Locke and he feels something, and then he's with Kate and he feels something, but then it's his dad ultimately. I fucking lose it. I ball like a baby. I'm fucking I'm like getting goosebumps now thinking about it because mm-hmm. I fucking love it so, so. I'm gonna watch it after we're done recording, and I'm gonna babble like a baby when I fucking watch it because it's so fucking good. <laughs> But yeah, Jack Jack died, you know, die dying on the island with the dog, you know, and then so perfect, Jesus and, and, Christ, and then going in the church, and and then Hurley and Ben talking about how they're going to watch the island. I'm and glad then, my camera's off right now, Jesus. I seriously like it's I oh man. Ashley, why? I just why? can't. And it's Giacchino's score too. Like Giacchino's score, it. I mean, literally, like he won the Oscar for Up, and like the work that he did in Up, especially with Married Life, is so phenomenal. I think what he did in Lost is ten times better than that because it just it's over the course of six seasons, and it just every one of these characters has this really amazing emotive theme where you can listen to it and it immediately takes you back there. Like I can listen to Locke's theme and I can see him thrusting his fucking finger out at the tour guide and being like, don't tell me what I can't do. And I just, I'm, I get so invested in it emotionally. And then the performances of these actors, I was so in love with all of these characters and then just, I thought the finale was I mean, literally fucking like note perfect. Like after I watched it, I was like, that's the perfect ending to this show. It's almost the most perfect TV finale in history. Second only to the shield. But yeah, the, oh, the, the, on, the only way that the finale could have been more perfect is if they had gone with the original idea of wanting to have a volcano in the finale. And the, the point, which is one of my favorite points in all of loss is when they realize that the man in black as lost can die basically now that he is a human being 
and Jack starts running. You know the point, Nick. Oh, Jack yeah. starts running at him like it's like a like a DC comic thing and does the punch thing. I was just like, I was like, oh my god! I literally almost had like a stroke Kate, watching it. Shoots him and she's like, I saved you oh. a bullet. Oh my god! Oh, that was supposed to be on a volcano. They wanted how it to be on a volcano. Was it? And, and like at the end, like after, like when Kate looks back at Jack and she's like, "Am I ever going to see you again?" And he doesn't even like answer her verbally. He just looks at her with that kind of sad, but really determined, and like, "I know what I have to do now." Look in his eyes, and he just shakes his head, and like she fucking loses it, and they can't, like that's another really powerful moment of that episode for me that just fucking levels me. So many emotionally satisfying but like devastating moments in that finale where I mean, literally, like I said, by the end of it, I reduced to just a puddle. You know what I'm I want? So fucking emotional. I, I wish what we could do now is all be in the same place, like me, Nick, and Ashley together, and we could just start watching the the show, and, and then me and Nick could be like, Ashley, no, this is no. what you're supposed to be feeling at this oh moment my, in right? time. It'd be me adjusted, like reaching for tissues, like <laughs> over and over, be like, oh my god, and Ashley sitting there, be like, you guys are fucking stupid. <laughs> Exactly. I'm sitting there trying to not throw shit at the TV because oh, I'm losing wow. my shit the other way. Uh, I, just, I don't get it. Do I maybe. have no soul? Maybe. I mean, I'm worried now that I, I have something wrong with me because you guys are like blubbering over this shit, and I'm just like <laughs> becoming. Here's the here's the here's the thing, and I, I've said this to Nick Fuck, uh, on is- on his show before. Art is subjective, and you know, certain things hit certain people in different ways. So, you know, just because Nick and I are blubbering over Lost doesn't mean that you're wrong or weird for not blubbering over Lost. So Lost is one of those really polarizing shows, too, where it's it's not you don't ever hear the reaction from a lot of people that they're like, yeah, it was an okay show, like I enjoyed it, but whatever, it wasn't my cup of tea. It's always really strong reactions. It's either Ashley's kind of reaction where, oh my God, I hated this, it was such a piece of shit, or myself and Justin's reaction where we're like, I'm going to cry thinking about it because it's so fucking amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. But I loved it at the beginning, and it just got worse for me. Like, I could watch the first season over and over again. I fucking love the first season. Season Sounds one's like definitely one of the best seasons, I'll definitely say that. It sounds like you just need to sk- skip like season it three. It sounds like or, I need to skip whatever seasons the two through six. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Jeez. Season season two uh, episode one is Man of Science, Man of Faith, and that's one of my favorite. I like that episode. That's one of my favorite episodes because uh, I introduced Desmond and stuff. So. Um, season three they, of that episode is uh, of that season is one of my favorites too because it has the confrontation after Desmond has already left the hatch and Jack finds him out in the woods and Desmond confronts him because they of course met each other before at the stadium and, and, and Desmond confronts him about the girl that Jack had to fix. And he says, I married her. This is before, you know, anything that happens with he and Sarah, but he breaks down and just fucking, I reduced to a puddle there. Like I cried so many times watching this fucking show, like all through the runtime. <laughs> Like I said, when Locke dies, I fucking lose it. I, fu- I oh man. <laughs> oh my god. Was there anything that you guys wanted to cover before we hit the uh, last little part of the show? Anything that we missed? Yeah, this show's amazing. Fuck That's you. That's fine. Ashley. You know what's fucking not amazing about this show? Michael and his son Walt. Because if I have to hear him say my son one more time, I'm gonna lose my shit. Whoa. <laughs> Well, I mean, face facts. He wasn't the best dad growing up, and he was trying to make go- make good. Fault. 
and not lose his son on this mysterious island. So when he got lost, you know, he had something to do to find Walt and stuff. So, I mean, the whole the, the whole Michael Walt thing is kind of one of the. I, I don't dislike them, but I think it, it's it, one of the sad aspects of the show where it's just real life intervened, where they cast the actor that played Walt on the cusp of puberty. And then literally between seasons one and two, he hit a huge growth spurt. And like, I mean, even in like the flashback thing that he does in what is it, like season three, I think after Lockett shot, mm-hmm. like they do a little quick cameo of him and it's it's so clear that he like they try to shoot him in a different angle and do all this different stuff. But he's, he's, he's like, hey, dad, hey, dad, hey, dad, this is where it's, I'm at. He aged. So and that's why, like, in season four, I think it is when Hurley goes to visit him. Like, that's just the normal progression of time. Like that kid, that kid grew a lot. Like that kid, like quadrupled in fucking size in a pretty short amount of time. Here, here's a good, here's a good question. Ashley, I'm sure your answer will be no, but Nick, are you up for a, a revisit uh, in the future to, to the Island? There's been talks and stuff for years that they're going to go back. Are you ready to go back, Nick? <sighs> we have to go back, Justin. We have to go. I <laughs> see. <laughs> I'm torn. I'm torn because, like, I could see. Like, I, I guess I, I could see a way for the show to go forward plot wise. But as I've made clear throughout this entire discussion, the plot was never the important part of the show to me. The characters were, and they're not going to bring back most of these characters if they go back. So if they can get a whole new set of characters and invest me in them, fine. That that I'm okay with. But like. It ha- they're they are going to have to work so hard to capture the magic of this cast again. I don't think it can be done. I really, really don't think it can be done. Don't mess with perfection. ABC is what we're saying. So exactly right, Ashley. Uh, don't make me rewatch shit like that again. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're going with. Sadness emoji. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't mean to be a sadness emoji. I did read a couple cool trivia facts that I wanted to throw out there. I'm sure you guys have already read it. Um, but the one that I found the coolest was when Charlie held heroin in his hand after quitting. Dominic Moynihan uh, patterned his performance after that of Andy Circus in Lord of the Rings as Gollum holding the one ring. And then Circus actually based his performance as Gollum Smeagol on a heroin addict. Do you guys know that? I had heard the former, but not the latter. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of cool. And then I also didn't know that Evangeline Lilly and Dominic Moynihan had dated for five years during the fucking filming of this show because she is oh, way yeah. out of his league. That didn't make any sense. She's way out of everyone's league. Isn't she? she's like perfection. She is I, so hot. There's there's nothing that's made me happier than the fact that she's going to be, uh, you know, in the Ant-Man, she was in yep. the Ant-Man movie, but she's going to have a bigger role in the next she's one. Gonna be, because yeah, she's going to be like the Wasp now, right? Yeah. yeah. Chris, Chris, so Chrissy had a job where she was, you know, constantly in contact with celebrities, and I would never be more jealous than the night that she came home. And she's like, guess who I hang, hung out with today? And she's like, Evangeline Lilly. And this was like right, <sighs> right in the middle of my full force, like lost boners type stuff. <laughs> and I was just like, I hate you. She's like, she is so cool. And I was like, of course she's like cool. Scene, it, like it, 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 all the way at the end of the finale episode, when she comes up to Jack at the concert in that fucking dress, like I almost want to pass out. Cause I'm just like, good Lord. 
Jeez. Man, she's she is something else. She's she's incredibly <laughs> talented. She's incredibly beautiful. She's just the total package. God, I fucking love her. She's the bee's knees, Ashley. That's my saying. I say know. that. That's actually the perfect segue because what I was going to end up this little review with was uh, around a Mary Bang kill. So we'll go to Nick first. Who are you going to marry? Who are you going to bang? Who are you going to kill on the cast of Lost? Well, I don't know if I'd want to marry Kate because I'm pretty sure she's probably got a few abandonment issues and like a few daddy issues where (laughs) I don't know if that'd be a good idea. Uh, Let's see. Who would I marry? I guess is the best question. Um. Oh, well, bang is Kate. Definitely bang Kate. I want to marry Hurley. I have a. We just have a great fucking time, dude. We'd go down to the fucking chicken shack all the time and eat chicken until it gets hit by a meteor, and then Trisha Tanaka dies, and it's really sad. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Trisha Tanaka. R.I.P. Trisha Tanaka. Yeah, Hurley's the fucking man. That Hurley's just amazing. Like, how awesome would it be? To hang out with that guy. Uh, let's see. And I would kill Shannon. <laughs> Point blank. I fucking hated Shannon with a passion. Oh, my God. That's a good one. I like you. Mar- I like the idea of you and Hurley walking down the aisle together. Makes me really Dude. happy. Just, man, I, I better not have, like, four candles and eight groomsmen <laughs> and 15 violins playing, <laughs> 16 flower arrangements. <laughs> He's going to freak the fuck out, man. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Justin, who are you going to marry, bang, and kill? Uh, I would bang... uh... Mary Hurley, you know you want to. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably marry Charlie because he's super nice and attentive. And he has some some cool drive shaft songs (laughs) that he can sing to me uh, anytime I want. Um... I would probably bang. You have to go visit Liam for the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, as opposed to Ashley, I love Juliet, and I thought she was great. So um, I would probably choose her. Um, I mean, her and Kate's kind of like a horse race between the two of them. They're great. It really is. As, as Sawyer, you know, experienced himself, it's hard to choose. Um, and then kill... Um, would be uh, who did I say? I don't hate any characters, but I'm kind of scared of uh, what you call it's eyebrows. Uh, Carbonelli, <laughs> Carbonelli, Carbonelli. <laughs> Richard Albert's eyebrows, his time traveling eyebrows. You can't it, kill it him <laughs> because he's fucking immortal. Try again. No, because he got a gray hair, so he could not be immortal anymore. I, w- I, I, I always guess he just he 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 garnered all his power uh, from his eyebrows. Like that was where his power was centered. And if you destroyed the eyebrows, he destroyed the man. No, so, that's from uh, Heroes. It's um. Wow, dude, what was uh, Zachary Quinto's? character's name it was shave the eyebrow save the world Siler. yeah Siler. so if you there you go if you, you wanted want to shit all over a show get me in here <laughs> yeah here to talk about heroes do you want me to talk if you want me to talk like ashley and say you know this show was great in this first season oh, and then dude, it was nothing nothing agree. afterwards 100 heroes agree. there you go that Holy first season fuck, was fucking awesome that show was. and then it went to shit after that oh Okay, you guys are coming back. Shit's too good of a word, right. I think. You guys are going to be on here with me to talk about heroes whenever we do that because that <laughs> shit went to tragic proportions. Um, save the cheer, save the cheerleaders, save no, the world. Shave the eyebrows, save the world. <laughs> shave the eyebrows, save the world. <laughs> That's there it. 
<laughs> awesome. Well, you guys want to give some shout outs for this episode? We go to Nick. Who you got a shout out? Oh, man. Shout out to the Podfix Network. <gasps> Is that a secret still? Uh, Are we not I was told that, that was yet? secret, but Ooh. go ahead. You can bust it out. Fuck it. Do I don't it. care. Uh, big, big shout out to the Podflix Network. Podfix. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Delete that part. No, don't delete it. Leave it in there. Leave everything I say. Shout out to our boys and our 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 ladies, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) I love I love being part of this network. I love all the amazing amazing friendships I've made as part of the network. All the amazing crossovers and and great guest opportunities that we've done, such as this one. And yeah, just that's that's it. I don't even have another one, just because Movie Pod Squad Network, Podfix Network. The fuck the Goonies Network, which is what I wanted to call it, but nobody else was on board. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I would also say shout out to our our movie pod squad network, uh, bros. <laughs> um, shout out to hashtag Pardon Family. Hashtag to Rabbit Ears and Ashley for having us on. Definitely. Um, hashtag Ashley. Yeah. Even even though she hated on <laughs> one of our favorite shows of all time, it's cool because artists. So- well, how boring would it be if we all agreed and gave lost a big hand job for an hour and a half? That would I mean, suck. For, for me and Nick, we would love yeah, it I'd because been, I'd have been fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need those hand jobs, you know. Sometimes you need them. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with a hand job? Let's, let's put that out there. We have a headache. All right, just doesn't always work. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to all those people. Shout out to you, Ashley. Thanks, thanks for having us on. It was it was great fun talking about loss. So, absolutely. I shout out to both of you for being on here with me. Uh, and shout out to Wesley who is not here tonight. You, it's my first Wesley free podcast. Fuck Wes. No shout. <laughs> so no yay. shout out to him. <laughs> oh. Uh, unshout out Wesley. All right, that's that's it though. I really appreciate you guys being on here. I think I've laughed more during this podcast than anyone I've ever yes. done. So, preach. We did it, Justin. You guys we are hilarious. It. Again, we win. Yes. <laughs> Hello. I just got to let you know. <laughs> Can we please get one more serenade before this podcast is over? It would make me so happy. Oh man, that's for after hours. So, but yay! Thanks again, Ashley. Thank you. I appreciate you guys being on, and that's going to do it for Rabbit Ears. You guys have a great night. TV Fifty Five now concludes its programming schedule. Portions of today's programs were pre-recorded. It's over. Go home. Go.